Hello, human family. I'm Jocelyn, and I am grateful you're here. You're listening to the Starting With Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host heart-centered conversations exploring all topics of the human and spiritual experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure you join our community by subscribing and sharing. I am so honored you have joined us. It's your girl, your host, Jocelyn, y como siempre, I'm so grateful you are here, and I'm so grateful and honored that you are tuning into this conversation. I hope that this conversation that you and I are about to have sincerely inspires you and expands your perspective and deepens your understanding. And if it does, if you enjoy this episode, it would be greatly appreciated if you dropped a rating and review. And let the people know why it is that you enjoyed this episode. Let the people know why it is that you recommend that they join our podcast community. Ratings and reviews make such a big difference and it only takes a moment of your time. So if you head on over to Apple Podcasts, search Starting With Gratitude, scroll down, you'll find the stars and comment box waiting for you to share your rating and review. It would be greatly appreciated. And again, I sincerely hope that you enjoy this conversation. Recently, I've been seeing discourse surrounding discipline. Some people are for discipline, some people are against discipline, and for some time I myself wasn't sure whether I was for it or against it, but it's so clear to me now that I am absolutely for it. I absolutely believe that in this life we are meant to be disciplined. In fact, I believe that discipline is a part of nature. That said, I am grateful to have arrived to this clarity and I am genuinely so grateful to be disciplined, to be a disciplined human. Like with every conversation I publish on this podcast, I feel like this is an important conversation for us to have and right now honestly feels like the divine and perfect time to have it. And whether you're listening to this episode around the time that it publishes or years from now, I believe that you align to this episode and press play exactly when you were meant to listen to this. When I was working a nine to five, I remember one of the things that I was most looking forward to when I quit my job was not working from nine to five. I remember dreaming about all the free time I'd have and the freedom to spend my day however I desired and the joy that come from not being disciplined to work from nine to five. Then I quit my job and I was free. I could wake up whenever I wanted, work whenever I wanted, sleep whenever I wanted. I had all the free time and flexibility in the world. I'd spend each day however I desired and at first felt so joyful not having to work from nine to five. But it actually didn't take long for me to actually miss having discipline, having structure. It took a lot of self-exploration to find the balance between freedom and discipline, between flexibility and structure that worked for me personally. But eventually, I did end up basically working from nine to five again. And truthfully, as a freelancer and or entrepreneur, it can actually feel like you're never not working, which is actually another topic regarding discipline. 
But discipline goes beyond the nine to five conversation. I simply brought this up because one, when we think of discipline, most people do tend to think of work and whether or not we should be working from nine to five. And two, because I wanted to share my relatable true story of desiring to be liberated from working from nine to five only to personally and independently end up deciding to return back to it because I realized the benefits of having discipline and structure. I think sometimes we can be so quick to get rid of things that actually serve us well, when in actuality, rather than getting rid of it, we just need to change the way that we relate to it. Over the past few years as a freelancer and entrepreneur, I contemplated and explored discipline a lot. And one of the things I realized is that if you're going to walk the path of being a freelancer and or entrepreneur, One of the most integral qualities you need to develop is self-discipline because you are your own boss. You are the one to bring in business and sustain business and that requires so much discipline. The discipline of a boss, the discipline of an employee, the discipline of a creator, but truly discipline is an integral quality for success in general and especially so if you are paving your own path in life. As I had mentioned, discipline goes beyond the nine to five conversation, beyond the career conversation. There's all kinds of discipline and discipline shows up and takes shape in many different ways. There's physical discipline, mental discipline, spiritual discipline. There's discipline that shows up at work and discipline that shows up at play. There's discipline that takes shape in our relationships, in our habits, in our routines, in our values and beliefs. One of the most important realizations I've had is that we are all disciplined. So many people believe they aren't disciplined, but the truth is we are all disciplined. It's just a matter of whether or not you're consciously aware of it, whether or not you're intentional about how you're disciplined and what you're disciplined for. And this applies not only to discipline, but to practice, to consistency, to dedication, We are all practicing. We are all consistent. We are all dedicated. Again, it's just a matter of whether or not we're consciously aware of and intentional about what we're practicing, what we're being consistent with, and what we're dedicated to. But the truth is, we are all disciplined, practicing, consistent, and dedicated on a daily basis. I encourage you to reflect on this. Reflect on the ways you're already disciplined, practicing, consistent, and dedicated every single day, and ask yourself how you can be more intentional about your disciplines, your practices, your consistencies, and dedications. The question then really isn't how to be disciplined because you're already good at that. You just may have not noticed. The question is, How can you be more consciously aware of and intentional about what your disciplines are? For example, you may currently be disciplined to wake up at a certain hour every morning, to make your coffee in a certain way, to drive to work by a certain time, and always be frustrated at traffic on the way there, to send emails with a certain tone, to have certain boundaries with your coworkers while at work, to drive back home while complaining about the day in your head, to choose to order takeout from one of the three restaurants you always order takeout from, to scroll your phone endlessly before bed and call it a day. This may be a regular day for you. 
so regular that you don't even realize all the disciplines you have mentally, physically, and spiritually. If you're curious about what your disciplines are, observe your habits and routines. They are there. To expand on this a bit further, when we look at the word discipline, we see the word disciple is in there. And a disciple is a student, a learner, a follower. A disciple is one who applies what they learn. A disciple is someone who believes in certain ideas and lives according to those ideas. How does this not apply to all of us? We are all students, all learners, all followers. Our whole lives we've been applying what we learn. Each and every single one of us believes in certain ideas and lives according to those ideas. Again, it's just a matter of whether or not we're consciously aware and intentional disciples. Not long ago, I was actually having a conversation about discipline with someone and I mentioned to them that one of the reasons why discipline feels so unattractive is because the word itself sounds harsh and cold and rigid. When we think of discipline, we often think of restriction and limitation and forcefulness. And it's interesting because in truth, discipline actually gifts us freedom and expansion when experienced consciously and intentionally. I feel like society and culture has played a role in tainting the word discipline and the experience of discipline through our school and work environments. It's not necessarily discipline itself that we don't enjoy. It's the ways in which society and culture have enforced discipline upon us. It's important that we heal the way that we relate to discipline because the truth is a successful life is a life that consists of discipline, specifically self-discipline. Discipline hits different when it's enforced upon us by another versus when we enforce it upon ourselves by choice, conscious and intentional choice. So one of the ways we can heal our relationship with discipline and take our power back is by consciously and intentionally choosing to be disciplined ourselves, is by enforcing discipline upon ourselves and knowing why we are being disciplined, knowing what we are being disciplined for. Another way we can heal our relationship with discipline is by shifting our perspective as well as by truly understanding how discipline benefits us. And really, this applies to everything. If there's ever a relationship in your life that you want to heal and or shift in any way, a shift in perspective and a deeper understanding will surely assist you with that. Earlier in this conversation, I mentioned that I believe discipline is a part of nature. And because of that, I believe we are meant to be disciplined in this life. When you observe nature, you'll realize that all of nature is disciplined. And you'll also realize that if nature wasn't disciplined, all of life would cease to exist. The seasons in nature are disciplined. Each season has its own discipline happening at a particular time for a particular amount of time. Within each season, all the plants are disciplined. The plants are disciplined in blooming when they're meant to bloom and shedding when they're meant to shed. All of nature is disciplined in patience and stillness, in trust, in being. The nature of our bodies is disciplined. Every organ is disciplined in its particular function. Our blood is disciplined in flowing where it's meant to flow. Our heart is disciplined in pumping that blood and beating consistently. Our breath is disciplined, inhaling and exhaling cyclically, 
all day, all night, every day, every night. In fact, discipline is not only a part of nature, but all the universe. The sun and moon are disciplined, rising at a particular time, shining for a particular amount of time, and setting at a particular time. Every planet in our system is disciplined, orbiting in a particular way and in a particular pace. And if nature, if our bodies, if the universe weren't disciplined again, we would cease to exist. So that said, discipline helps nature, helps our bodies, helps the universe accomplish life. And this applies to us as well. Discipline helps us accomplish life. When I say discipline helps us accomplish life, I'm referring to the life of our goals, the life of our relationships, the life of our health and wellness, the life of our careers, the life of our joy and peace and wealth, etc. Let's talk a bit more about the benefits of discipline so we can continue to deepen our understanding. There's a quote by Jim Rohn that says, discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. And that's so true. How do we go from having a goal to accomplishing said goal? Discipline. Discipline gives us the direction and structure needed to accomplish our goals. Think about it. How would we accomplish goals without discipline being present in some way, shape, or form? And again, let's not just think about professional goals, but personal goals, relational goals, emotional goals, mental goals, fitness goals, health goals, spiritual goals, etc. Let's look at emotional goals, for example. One of the biggest emotional goals most of us have is to not have our emotions overpower us, is to not be so quick to react emotionally. Discipline here steps in to assist us in pausing before reacting, in calming our nervous system, in regulating our emotions, and thinking through how it is that we'd like to respond rather than react. You'll notice that discipline really actually helps you take your power back every time you choose it. Again, when it's a conscious and intentional choice, when you know why you're being disciplined and what you're being disciplined for. And the more you practice being disciplined, the more you feel empowered, the more you increase your productivity, the more you make the most out of your time, the more you accomplish your goals, the more stability you will have the more focused and confident you begin to feel. In all honesty, self-discipline and self-love and self-care and self-respect are all synonymous. When you really honor yourself, you will naturally desire to be disciplined. As we bring this conversation to a close, let me share some of the ways I have been disciplined and what it's helped me accomplish. I have been disciplined in my spiritual practices, such as daily prayer, yoga, and meditation. And it's helped me accomplish a calm state of being and intimate relationship with the divine. I have been disciplined in healing my anxious attachments, and it's helped me accomplish a greater sense of freedom in life and in my relationships. I have been disciplined in eating primarily plant-based and exercising daily, and it's helped me accomplish good health. I have been disciplined in publishing a podcast episode and YouTube videos every week, and it's helped me accomplish a community of like-minded and like-hearted individuals. I have been disciplined in loving myself unconditionally, and it's helped me accomplish friends who love their self and myself unconditionally. I have been disciplined in practicing, expressing, and feeling gratitude, and it's helped me accomplish being 
a grateful person, a person who can always find something to be grateful for. One thing that I find helpful when reflecting on and contemplating our disciplines is knowing our values. When we know what our values are, it helps us know what to be disciplined in. For example, if I value honesty in my relationships, then I will practice being disciplined in being honest in my relationships. If I value respect, then I will practice being disciplined in being on time for my commitments. If I value money, then I will practice being disciplined in how I spend and receive money. I'd like to share five reflectional prompts inspired by this conversation that you can simply reflect and contemplate on, but if you feel so inspired to journal them, you can absolutely do so. Why does discipline currently feel important or unimportant to me? How do I personally notice discipline showing up in nature? What ideas do I believe in and how have I been living according to those ideas? In what ways does discipline show up in my daily routine? And lastly, what are my values? And from there, what are some disciplines that complement my values? I'm going to leave you with some quotes that I enjoy. This first one is by Jim Ron. We must all suffer one of two things, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret and disappointment. The second is by Mortimer J. Adler. True freedom is impossible without a mind made free by discipline. The third is by the Dalai Lama. A disciplined mind leads to happiness. An undisciplined mind leads to suffering. And lastly, by Mike Ditka. Success isn't measured by money or power or social rank. Success is measured by your discipline and inner peace. I feel like these quotes are perfect in bringing this conversation full circle and to a close because all of these quotes in some way touch on the truth that discipline really does lead us to success. Discipline really does assist us in experiencing freedom and liberation and accomplishment. So I pray that this conversation has shifted your perspective on discipline and has gifted you a deeper understanding in a way that gets you to appreciate discipline in a new way. And again, if, if it did and you did enjoy this conversation, it would be greatly appreciated if you dropped a rating and review about this episode, about this podcast, and let the people know why it is that you recommend that they tune in, that they join our community. Thank you so much for being here, for bringing this, this episode to your, to your present moment. I truly am so honored and so grateful and so looking forward to our next conversation. And I just want to leave you with the truth that I believe in you and your ability to choose discipline, to be self-disciplined and to empower yourself through the intentional and consciously aware discipline that you choose. Have a beautiful rest of your morning, your afternoon, your evening, your night. And again, I look forward to our next conversation. Your girl, your host, Jocelyn.